You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. You feeling good today? Man, we're doing good. We have some great guests. Yes, can't wait to get into the conversation. We've been blessed. We, we've been blessed with great guests, and, and this episode is no different. We have the Smiths, Yay. Edward and Debbie Smith, and Yay. we're just so grateful to have you guys. Thank you. Welcome. Thank How you guys doing? Yeah, we're, we're good. Great. We're, we're good. delighted to be on, brother. Yes. Oh, man, we're delighted to have you on. Yes. Delighted to have you on. Hey, let's yeah. jump right into the conversation. Let's talk a little bit about who Edward and Debbie are. Mm-hmm. Who's Edward and Debbie? What are you guys up to? What, what, what do you do? What makes Edward and Debbie special? <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this young lady over here, I've known her since she was about 12, 13. Wow. Um, we grew up um, basically in the same church, sang in the same choir. And, you know, and I think when she was about 18 or 19, you know, I started flirting with her. You know, but then, back. <laughs> <laughs> but then she had so many guys, you know, to her attention. She ne- she did not give me the time or day, you know. <laughs> so she chose someone else, you know. And, and so our path, you know, you know, went in in in, in opposite direction. Mm-hmm. You know, she eventually got married and moved to Maryland. Um, I got married and and I stayed in New Jersey. Um, unfortunate for both of us, our marriage did not work out. She came back to New Jersey. I was still at the same church that we grew up in. You know, um, I gave her my number, asked her to give me a call. She never did. Mm -hmm. So this was like, this was like deja vu all over again. (laughs) And and so, and so about eight months after I saw her again, you know, um, gave her my number and, you know, she took about three months after she called me. Me. And you know, the moment I said hello, we still we're, it's never been goodbye. We're still saying hello. Aww, wow, nice. I love that. Nice. Awesome. So so unorthodox path, but yes, you got the prize. Yes, <laughs> yes sir. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. And so as a result of that, right? You guys are you you are blended family, right? So you have some kids and that kind of thing for from previous situation. How how was that in the beginning? So, um, it was tough. It Mm. was really, really difficult. Rocky. Yeah. Mm. You know, I was, um, a single mom with three Mm -hmm. kids, a single divorced mom with three kids. And so very independent, you know, very running my own show. I'm the boss type of situation. And so when I got with Ed, very much an alpha male, you know, so we had quite, um, yeah. <laughs> A lot of headbutting. Yes, we definitely butted heads because um, I was used to making decisions on my own, not having to talk to anybody about it. And so it was a difficult transition. And it was also difficult for my kids. 
And how old were your kids at the time? So when we got married, my youngest was four, four, either four or five. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I had a nine-year-old and a 12, Mm -hmm. 12-year-old, 12 Mm -hmm. or 13. Okay. 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 All different phases. Yeah. Teenager or, you know, preteen. Right. Queen. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, a a younger child. Now, when he and I started dating, my son was only one. So he was pretty young. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. So it was a difficult transition for myself and the kids. And I think for Ed as well, because Mm -hmm. he came in with his own expectations of what this pre-made family was going to be and how we were going to react to him. And mm-hmm. so it was, um, it was definitely a difficult and a rocky start. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. Talk, talk about, um, yeah, talk about some of those expectations. What were some of those expectations that Debbie well, made? Well, 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 growing up in, in, in a, in a home, you know, and especially in Jamaica, you know, we, you know, I grew up with the understanding that it is the man's responsibility to, to take care of his um, his family, mm-hmm. and rightly so, and mm-hmm. and so you know, I would I would set the temperature of the home, you know, I would make other decisions, and you know, and so and so, I think I came across more as a as a dictator, you know, okay. I came across they they had their own um, their own rhythm that they would dance to dance to before I came along. Mm-hmm. And the mistake that I made is that I came in and I wanted to eradicate all of that mm-hmm. and, and create a new rhythm and said, no, dance to this rhythm. Mm-hmm. So, and so, and that was, that was a big mistake that I, that I made because I had to understand that, you know, what works for them, you know, was right. working fine. And my job, it was, it would have been much easier for me to blend in, you know, uh, you know, as opposed to trying to change the entire you know, make up of what they have and, 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 and trying to make everybody, um, you know, to be in sync with, with that of which I'm, I'm bringing in. So it's just, the, it's just the fact that I went about it the wrong way. And so it created issues. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So how did you get to, and I may be jumping the gun because there may be a question you want to ask that okay. goes in between here, but mm. how did you come to the realization Ed or the both of you that you know what this isn't working. We need to try a different approach. Like, what did you do? Well, well, um, for me, um, anything that creates confusion, you know, it, it, it. Well, first of all, confusion is not of God, right? right? And, and and especially confusion in the family. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would, you know, I, you know, I would try, you know, my different method, you know, over and over, and and I realize that it's not. It's not working. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, I Deb can tell say what she did, but for me, I had to go back into myself, be transparent with myself, and said, "Well, Ed, you're going to have to unlearn some stuff and learn mm-hmm. some new stuff mm-hmm. that can better that can better fit your family." And so that's what I did. You know, I you know I deny myself of my quote unquote values of which I thought they were, you know, mm-hmm. and I unlearned a lot of stuff and learned new stuff and as they are more beneficial to my family and do those things. Yeah. Wow. And that it's that's that's powerful what you just said because that is something that especially well as human beings, I was gonna say as men, but as human beings, that's something that's difficult for us mm-hmm. to to do at times to say, hey, you know what, I'm gonna 
relinquish what I really feel is right. Yeah. And I'm going to do that uh, to benefit another situation. And so that that is uh, for those of you that are listening, you know, we're we're not at the trade secrets point yet, but that is something that is a definite gem that you want to hold on to, that there are times where you will have to do that. Yeah. Where you may have to, you know, compromise, you know, give some things up, unlearn as the word you use some things, you know, so that, yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. That's, that's good stuff. Debbie. Yes. (laughs) What was the, Ed talked about unlearning some things, right. And, and some of the things that he had to go through, what were some of the things that, what were some of the things that you had to do? Yeah. So for me, um, I came to the realization that I was kind of the bridge between my children and my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, There were times when I felt like I'm in the middle and I'm being pulled in two separate directions Um, and listening to the back and forth. A lot of times I try to stay out of it Mm -hmm. so that they can figure it out on their own. But I realized that I had to step in. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, our book, that talks about the blended family. I shared how one night I was just fed up. Like I had had enough. Mm -hmm. So I called a family meeting and I said, listen, my children aren't going anywhere. My husband isn't going anywhere. So now that we know no one's leaving, we got to figure it out. How are we going to fix it? Absolutely. And so I think that was a starting point for our family where we really began to, um, find our own rhythm. Mm -hmm. So I guess what I began to do differently was recognize that I am the bridge. Mm. You know, there were times when I had to be the buffer. I had to step in. Mm. Um, There are times when my husband wanted to get a message to the children and I had to be the one to deliver it. Mm. Because hearing it from him would have been detrimental, catastrophic. But hearing it from me, yes, they're going to have an attitude, but I'm still mom, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so just recognizing those simple things that there, you know, you're the buffer. I'm the yeah. buffer. I had to be okay with being the buffer. That's so. awesome. I think that's very interesting that you use the word that you were the bridge because a lot of times in a blended family, I think that the mother or the wife feels torn, like you said, and doesn't feel like a bridge, yeah. you know? And it's just like, you almost want to pick a side, but you can't. Yeah. And so thinking of yourself as the bridge and the buffer, I think that's excellent. I think that's going to help a lot of people out. And, and, our, and, and in a blended family, oftentimes we, we think that the non-biological parents, uh, you know, um, is the one that get hurt a lot and all that stuff. And that may be true, but, but once I do a feasibility study on blended family and especially our blend, you know, mm-hmm. with my wife being the bridge, you know, imagine a bridge being walked on, mm-hmm. you know, that bridge is being walked on every day, you know, wow. and, and so the pain that comes with that, you know, mm-hmm. and so, and so I think her position um, became the, the most difficult position yeah. in, in, because she is the bridge. The yeah. children walked on her, walked on her, you yeah. know, the, because they, they have to walk on her to get up to the other side. Right. I have to walk on her to get to the other side. So wow. it becomes burdensome, painful. Wow. Man, what a powerful. That is so powerful. Yeah. yeah. When you think about that picture, that is, that mm-hmm. is something. Yeah. I'm picturing it. Yeah. yeah. Just, just Like a literal bridge. Wow. Right. And it, spe- it speaks to what has to happen. Yeah. Right. 
when you are in that type of relationship, what mm-hmm. has the things that have to happen, the sacrifices that have to be made, sacrifices. you know what I'm saying? That are, that are beneficial and even mandatory, if you will, mm-hmm. in order for, 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 the, for that to work. Right. Um, if you want success, you know, if you, you want, want success. success. Yeah. Because what we realize is that there's some blended families who um, everything is separate. Right. These mm. are my kids. Those are your kids. Mm. Um, you do stuff with your kids. I do stuff with my kids. And for yeah. them, it's OK. That's mm-hmm. not the situation that we wanted in our home. We wanted mm. a family. We wanted a cohesive family unit. And so when you want that, with that comes some sacrifice, you know, mm-hmm. with that comes some growing pains. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were willing to do that. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why we entitled our book, I'm Not Leaving, because mm-hmm. all of us made a decision. We're not going anywhere. You know, we're wow. going to make this we're going to fight for this family. So, I love it. wow, love good that. stuff. Let me um, speak to something you just said in terms of having a cohesive family and that there are individuals that are in blended families that don't choose that path, right? They, they want everything separate. In, in you guys' experience, I want to use the right or wrong, but is there a more successful method as it relates to blended families? The, does the separate, does that situation work in your, in your observation? So um, I guess it depends on what is the ultimate goal? Go what on. is the vision for your family? Okay. Um, we knew that God had a mission and a vision for us as a couple and that our family was part of that. So we knew that the separate thing was just not what God wanted for us. Gotcha. Um, our ultimate vision is to impact families. And so we have to have an intact family in yep. order to impact families. Right, yep. right. So, you know, and, and the mm-hmm. enemy tried really, really hard. You know, there were times that our home would be utter chaos. Mm-hmm. And the first thing out of our mouths would be, why are we doing this if we can't even get our own family together? So wow. we began to realize that we were not fighting against flesh and blood. You know, that the enemy was trying to keep us right. from what God had for us. And when we recognized that's what it was, we changed our battle strategy. Absolutely. You yeah. know, we had to change our strategy. So wow. again, it depends. If you're if you know that for the mission that God called you for, you have to have an intact family, then mm-hmm. The separate thing is not going to work. Not going to work. But if that's yeah. not part of the mission that God called you to, then and separate is working for you. Yeah. Um, I guess it's you know to each his own. Right? To each his own. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. To each his own. Let me backtrack a little bit. We talked about the the various sacrifices and compromises and unlearning that had to take place. What kind of what kind of time span are we talking about? How long did it take for you to get to a, a cruising altitude, if you will? Oh boy! Well, you know, I, you know, if 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 um if we must be transparent, you know, there, you, you know, this is this is a you know a journey. It's not a destination. Gotcha. Right? Okay. And, and and so and so we're still on that journey. Mm-hmm. On that journey, there are some days that you know you you may you may get into some potholes. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you, you, yeah. you may you may not you may not stop at the toll booth because you just did not have enough money to stop at the toll booth. Right. So, yeah. And so you know, um, there, there may be signs that says you turn, but you kept going. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so you know, but 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 the issue is not necessarily about 
the, you know, the amount of mistakes that, that we keep making and stuff, it, 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 the primary focus is staying on the journey. Yeah. Right. Mm, okay. Staying on the journey. And, and, and so, and so what am I saying in essence is that, you know, this is not a, okay, I got it now. And so it worked. We're still, we're still working through it. Still work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. We're still having issues, but the moment we we come upon those boulders that are in the way, we reassess it and said, how can I, how can I go over this or around it? You know, but you know, we're not stopping there and saying, I am not moving. Yeah. We figure together how we can move this boulder out of the way so we can continue on our journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just as with a nuclear or traditional family, Mm -hmm. um, the family goes through phases and stages Mm -hmm. and each member of the family is at a different stage. You know, we had our oldest daughter that went off to college and got married and had a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, Our middle daughter is now in college. Our son is in high school. So everyone is at a different phase. So Mm -hmm. a different phase comes new challenges. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 New situations that you're like, oh, wow, you know? Um, and so it's everyday um, learning and, and having an understanding of where we are in our family cycle and mm-hmm. just making a decision that we're still not leaving. We're going to learn to deal with right. this new challenge, too. Right. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Debbie, do you feel like you're talking about being the bridge and how that felt, right? Mm-hmm. At this stage where you all are, you just talked about where your kids are in the different stages, one married, one in college, one in high school. How do you feel now in terms of the are you still the bridge to some degree or is that changing? How's that role? Yeah, so it's it's definitely changing um, as now you have more adult children mm-hmm. who can handle conflict differently, who can mm-hmm. have conversations in a different way. Um, you don't have the rebellious teenager who just mm-hmm. wants to get her way. You have a maturing young lady who can now sit and have a conversation. So mm-hmm. I don't feel that I'm still a bridge. I feel that there are times I'm still that buffer. You know, I still okay. need to kind of soften it a little bit before yeah. the message actually gets there. Um, And then with our son, this has been his dad since he was one. Mm -hmm. And so I don't need to be a buffer for them. They just, Mm -hmm. they have their own thing. They deal with each other in a different way. Um, But I still feel like with the girls, there are times that I have to be that buffer. You know, I have to give him a message in a different way so that he receives it Mm -hmm. um, differently than if they just come out and say it. So still mm-hmm. not so much of a bridge where people are walking over, but just that buffer, yeah. that little glue that holds it all yeah, together. That, that makes holds sense. It together. That's great. That I love that. Sense. The glue that holds it together. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. That That's awesome. Now you, you guys, and we'll talk about this a, a little bit later coming down to the end of the show, but you all wrote a book Yes. Um, about your experience. And um, I had the, the, the uh, privilege and pleasure of, of being at a book uh, signing, um, and there was something that stood out to me about the book. And it, and in the book, everybody, it's it's five of you, right? Yes. Uh-huh. All together. In the book, everybody wrote their particular yeah. section. Their point of view. From yeah. their perspective. I thought that was powerful. Yeah. Because it, it allowed individuals who read this book and, and you know, I, obviously you wrote the book, so I don't want to talk a whole lot about it, but... People who read the book 
that are in a blended family situation, they are able to identify immediately with something. Yep. Right. Yep. Because it's you get all of those different perspectives. What was the what was the 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 light bulb moment where you said, you know what, we're going to write all this down and and share it with everybody. Mm. When did that happen? <laughs> well, you know, I, I think everything started with me because I am um, in a, Ever since I was in, in high school, I love writing essays and, you mm. know, and all that stuff. But, you know, and I, I you know, I, I can be be a, a writing freak, you know. And so mm. I said to my wife one day, you know, um, babe, you know, we should write a book about our journey. And she was like, hey, what? You're crazy. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Just like that. I, I, mind you, we um. We wrote two book, um, two book prior to this, um, this last book, you know, and so, you know, this one, you know, is a little bit different because the two other books, the first one took us about 30 days to, to write. Not even. Mm-hmm. It Not, was, yeah. Yeah. We, um, it was a was, challenge. Yeah. There was a, a coach that we met right. on Facebook and she challenged us. She said, listen, you guys have enough content to write a book, write an ebook, wow. and Probably in seven days from the day that we spoke to her, we actually sent her the manuscript for the first book. Wow. And she was like, wow. Right. And so by the time that book got to the publisher, we were working on book number two. Right. Um, that took us a little longer because it was a longer book, it, you know, a lot more content and meat in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and after the second book, I thought I was done. I'm like, okay, <laughs> got two books out of me. I'm good. And then here he comes. <laughs> Let's write a book about the blended family. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not interested. Um, but he was persistent. So he kept coming back. So finally, I said to him, if we're going to write a book about the blended family, we have to get the kids involved. Mm-hmm. It can't just be from our perspective. Mm-hmm. And so we talked to the kids and they were like, OK, you know, we'll do it. Um, <laughs> But I'll tell you what happened when we started writing the book. So he probably started his book and and finished his portion. I finished my portion in maybe about 15, 20 days. (laughs) Meanwhile, myself and the kids hadn't even started. It's like we would start and write a sentence and then we would just put it down. I know for me, it became really, really emotional. emotional. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. As I started writing, um, it's like I was back in those situations. Yeah, I was reliving back in the argument. Yep. And so it, it was a process mm. to even get the words out. And then when um, the kids began finishing their portion and sending it to us and I started reading it, I'm like, we're not putting this out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We are not sharing this. Um, But I'll tell you, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, this is not just, it's not about you. It's about the other people out there Mm -hmm. who need to read this journey and understand that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we found is that it's been healing. It's mm-hmm. really been very healing and very therapeutic mm-hmm. for our family. As we've been going around and the kids have come with us and people are asking them questions and they get to share from awesome. their heart. Um, it's not always easy to hear because they right. are no holes barred. Mm-hmm. Gloves are off and yeah. raw. So it's not always easy 
easy to mm-hmm. put it out there. But what we're finding is that once they put it out there, we can talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. after the book signing is over and it's just us, we can actually have a conversation and put some closure to some things. So mm-hmm. it's really been yeah. like a phenomenal experience. And this book actually took us a year. Yeah. To complete. To complete. Right. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and in that year, you're, you're going through a, a year of, of internal therapy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and healing from that experience. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing, man. I, um, just, just talking about the, the book signing that I was able to go to, I could see just, you know, the per- children have the person that different personalities, right. And you can see the different personalities and you can kind of piece together certain things by what they were saying. And I was listening to your oldest daughter. When I came in, your oldest daughter was talking at the time and going through her section. And you can just kind of see that there was growth through that whole process, awesome. right. With, with, with everybody. And just, you were talking about a cohesive unit and that was your goal. Yeah. And just seeing how, as as you all went through your sections, mm. how it went from what you guys described in the beginning of this interview to to where it is now. Mm. Right. And and for those of you who are listening, often we uh, you, you talked about the journey. Right. That it's a journey. It's a process and an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. And often we don't want to put in the work that it takes to stay in that process. Yeah. And we want to get to a destination. And if we don't get to that destination fast enough or at all, then we want to jump ship. Yeah, we're getting off. We're getting right? off. Right. And, yeah. and the name yeah. of your book is? I'm Not Leaving. I'm Not Leaving. I'm Not Leaving. I'm not leaving. Yeah. Amazing. I'm Not Leaving. And so with that, right, that goes right into what I want to ask next. I'm Not Leaving. First of all, that's a trade secret in itself. <laughs> right. So just those of you are listening right now, you'll get more than two trade secrets tonight. Mm-hmm. The first one is I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to turn right. to your spouse and to your family, to your kids. We're not leaving. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. give us a trade secret, a tip, if you will, for the husbands of blended families. Mm-hmm. And then give us a trade secret or tip, if you will, for the wives of blended families. You can start whichever one you want to do first. But I, I could I could do for the husband listen and especially if you are the non biological um, parent you know do your responsibility not expecting anything in return mm. wow wow you know and 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 I will I will add an, a, another one you know um, do what you must for your family not because of but in spite of in spite wow. of wow. So, so, and I want you to unpack that a little bit, but what I'm hearing is that there, it, it kind of goes right back to what you were talking about, about sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. So un, unpack that. Do, you're talking about the responsibilities that you have to your family in spite of, right. in spite right. of what? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so in, 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 in spite of the pain that you may be going through, mm-hmm. okay. in spite of the hurt, because when you can learn to deny self, you know, Pain does it does not matter anymore. Hurt does not matter anymore because when you get caught up in your pain and your hurt, pain and hurt says I should not, you know, I I should inflict pain back on you. I should not do the opposite of pain to you. So that that's what I'm saying. You know, 
um, stay close to your responsibility, you know, um, not because of, but in spite of, you know, mm-hmm. it's very imperative that you, that you, you don't look at pain. You don't get caught up in your personal feeling because it is in those feelings that you, you, you decided to say, man, I'm out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you gotta be able to look beyond that. Absolutely. Absolutely. At, at the at the big picture and at the goal. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, that's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. That is in, in spite of and not because of. Do your yeah, do your responsibility and not expecting anything in return. Yeah. Amazing. Good stuff. What about for the for the wives? Wow. So for the wives, I would say um be a role model to your children mm. in terms of how you relate to your husband. What I realized is that a lot of times my children fed off my energy. Mm. And so if I was acting aggravated or annoyed with my husband, they were acting aggravated and annoyed. Mm, And so I had to model the respect and, you know, honor that I wanted them to display to him. I had to first model that, model that to them. Wow. Um, yeah. And I think for me, why that was so difficult is in my first marriage, I was very outspoken. Mm, okay. That's just who I was, you know, very outspoken, very opinionated. Um, I'm going to tell you what you're not doing. And mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to tell you what you're not doing. Mm-hmm. And I think when I got married to Ed, I did a complete 180. Mm-hmm. So I went from loud and outspoken and opinionated to very, now I'm going to do the exact opposite mm-hmm. and I'm just going to be real quiet. And I think my kids looked at that and they said, man, he just, he changed mommy, you know, mommy. Oh, okay. Wow. And so there has been a lot of time that I had to invest in talking to my children about not hiding who you are. But also there's a respect and an honor that I did not know the first time around, but mm-hmm. I wanted to get right the second time around. And mm-hmm. even though I didn't always get it right, I had to continue to talk to them about what that looks like. So right. I would always say to wives and to women and to mothers, we need to be a role model for our children. Yeah. We need to model that respect to our husbands so that our children know how to respect as well because mm-hmm. if we don't they're not going to and now you definitely have chaos in your home yeah absolutely that's good. wow that's a good one because that's very true you 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 kind of set the tone as you said right so if mm-hmm. if you were aggravated one day then they kind of just follow suit yeah, and just yeah. and just it's did what you, what what you did wow that's powerful yeah and that can that can be a, cha- a force of change, mm-hmm. a force for change in your relationship, really? just making those minor adjustments. Right. Right. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. excellent. That's very good. That's good stuff, man. That's very good. <laughs> Trade secrets, folks. Mm-hmm. We hope that you guys are, are, are ingesting this. This is great information. I really love Deborah, what you said, and I can kind of relate because we're a blended family as well. I can kind of relate to the being a buffer Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I feel like what the girls say, I have to kind of yeah. in, reinterpret it. <laughs> I have to reinterpret it for Ollie. So it's yeah. kind of smoothed over. And I think 
I do the same for you. Mm. Like you'll tell me something and I have to go back to the girls and repackage it and reinterpret it in another way. So I totally get the whole buffer thing. I get that. Yeah. 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 And, and sometimes it can be misinterpreted, right? Right. Um, The kids, you know, it's really easy for someone to feel like you're taking sides. You're taking his side or he'll say, you know, what about Mm -hmm. me? And they don't realize that it's not about taking sides. Sometimes I have to play that neutral person in the middle. Right. Um, because if I don't do that, we're going to have World War Three, And that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to avoid by being that buffer. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes too, you're, they don't realize, like your husband doesn't always realize that you're trying to protect him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that when something comes from him directly, then their anger is directed towards him directly, yeah. which is yeah. a lot different than them being angry at me because mm-hmm. I'm always going to be mommy. They yeah. can be angry to this moment and mm-hmm. the next moment we're okay. Right. Whereas if they're angry at him, wow. that can really hurt the relationship that he's trying to build with them. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes it's, you know what, babe, it's okay. It's not that I don't want you to speak to them. It's not that yeah. you're, you're, you, you're not the authoritative figure in the home, but I'm trying to protect you mm, wow mm. in the buffer i'm standing in the way i'm taking the daggers i'm yeah. taking the anger so that you don't have to that's wow. powerful that is yeah. good that's powerful that's really good and yeah. and what what i love about all of this is that for those of you who are listening it is there's a commitment that you have to make mm-hmm. to go through this journey yeah right So you have to first commit, like your book says, we're not leaving, Mm -hmm. right? You got to kind of get in that mindset before you can even do some of the things that you're talking about, to be a buffer, to be a bridge, to to put yourself in that position where there may be hurt and there may be, you know, some disconnect or what might feel like disconnect in order to get to the goal that you're trying to get to, which is a cohesive unit. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening just make the commitment, mm-hmm. right? Start with making the commitment that you are going to see this thing through Yeah, yeah. in spite of, like yeah. you said, Ed, those things that may come up against you because they will come up. They will come up. It's part of the process. It's part of the journey, man. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, I love good it. stuff. We love it. We love it. We could, you know, we can do this all day, right? <laughs> yes, sir. We can do this all day and we may have to do some more of these. Right. A part of um, what makes the process a little easier for me is that, you know, in my opinion, the biggest mistake a lot of people make, and I said it in the book, is is, is see the non-biological children as, okay, this is my wife's children. Mm. Um, and, and, and so these, and so when you're introducing them, you're saying, these are my stepchildren. Well, mm. you know, for me, you will never hear me say that, you know, I introduce them as my children. Children, mm. because, yeah. Because, what, what, you know, if I'm in love with, 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 with my wife, their mother, whatever belongs to her belongs to me. That's wow. right. Um, Absolutely. You know, I don't have to be um, the sperm donor for, you know, um, to be a dad. It takes That's more right. than that to be a dad. And so I will always, I've never introduced them as my stepchild. I've always said these are my children. Because mm-hmm. again, in my opinion, whenever you said these are my stepchildren, um, psychologically, 
you have made a mental separation. Yeah, you're putting that barrier up. Yeah, and when you make that mental separation, it comes out in your behavior towards them. Yes, it does. Wow. And and, and so as a result of that, I don't do that. You know, I see them as my children, so then I am going to treat them as my children. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's That's good. good. That's very good. Man, y'all are dropping trade secrets left and right. (laughs) That is yeah. good, though. That makes sense because there there is something psychological that that the Bible says is power. Uh, the power of life and death is in the tongue, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. life and death is in the power of tongue. So you you can say some things, you can label some things, and as a result of how you label these things or people, right. the, the actions follow suit. Yep, absolutely, yes, sir. Yes, they sir. line up with that. And so, man, that's powerful. Yeah. And I, and we've done the same thing as well with yeah. with the girls. There are people now that don't know that mm-hmm. that I wasn't their biological father. Yeah. Still to this day, when they find out, they're like shocked. Like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> because we've never done that. We've never done that either. Yeah. Yeah. We had people uh, when the book came out. They're like, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> what are you writing a book about? <laughs> right. What do you know like, about whose that? story is this? <laughs> that's wow, great. that's good stuff, man. Well, we we appreciate it, and and we may have to do. Another one of these. Part two. Yeah, yeah. we might have to do a yes, part sir. two. That's yeah. not a problem. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely may have to do a part two. Let's turn a corner, which is difficult to do with all this great information. Yeah. But let's do let's let's learn about you guys in a little fun way. A little something we call the 60 second think fast. And I'll I'll let you go ahead and and, and do that. Okay. So it's really easy. I have 10 questions and I'm just gonna go back and forth between you, Ed, and you, Deborah. You have 60 seconds to answer these 10 questions. They're really simple questions. It's a choice of, I'll give you two items and you have to pick one. For example, for example, ice cream or apple pie. And we'll just go back and forth and each one of you can answer one. Okay. Okay. You have 60 seconds. Ollie's going to set the timer. We're going to start the clock. Ready, set, and go. Okay. Ed, coffee or tea? Debbie, see the movie or read the book? Oh, read the book. Ed, summer or winter? (laughs) Winter. (laughs) (laughs) Debbie, morning person or night owl? Oh, that's tough. (laughs) That's tough. Uh, I'm going to say morning person. Morning person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ed, small town or big city? Say that again? Small town or big city? Small town. Okay. Um, Debbie, car or truck? Truck. (laughs) (laughs) Gym or outdoor exercise? Gym. (laughs) Tropical island or ski resort? Oh, tropical island. (laughs) Action movie or comedy? Action movie. Oh, time's up, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask yeah, the next two. Yeah, let's do let's do the last two. Okay, baseball or football, Debbie? Football. And the last one: try a new dish or play it safe. Play it safe. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. Good stuff. Good stuff. We always like to hear a little bit about. You know what you what you know personally how you guys are so that's a little fun thing we like to do. Funny. Yeah, um, that fun. That's good. That was <laughs> yeah, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, listen, you guys talked about the books that you've written, right? Um, so t- 
tell us how we can get those books, uh, websites, social media. How can we get in touch with you guys? Tour dates, anything that's happening. What? How can we get in, get a hold of uh, Ed and Debbie? All right. So um, we do have a website. It is meetthesmiths.org. Mm-hmm. We have an Instagram, meetthesmiths2. We have a Facebook, which is meetthesmiths as well. Um, we have, uh, you can email us, info at meetthesmiths.org. We have a weekly radio show that we do. It's on internet radio. It's Tuesday nights from 7 to 9. And it's at clear, C-L-E-A-R dot F-M. We have, what else do we have, babe? In terms of um, what we have coming up, Mm -hmm. we have a cruise Memorial Mm -hmm. Day weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will be doing the Power Couple Cruise Mm -hmm. to to the Bahamas. It's just a long weekend. It's not, you know, a seven-day cruise or anything. Okay. Uh, and I'll have to share the website on how people can register to that because I don't have it memorized because it's not our event. We're just going as speakers. But if you follow our page and our social media, you'll see the flyers and get all the information. Um, and then we have our annual event that we do every October. It's called This Means War Relationship Bootcamp because we do believe that we are, it is a war. There's a yeah. war against our families and we want to equip people to fight back. And so this means war 5.0. We'll be doing a cruise, leaving from Florida, going to the Bahamas, Mm -hmm. Aruba, Turks and Caicos and Curacao. Yeah. And so for more information on that, definitely check out our travel agent website, which is Mike, M I K E one O N E travel.com currently we have i believe 145 people registered which is blowing our minds <laughs> wow the past two years we've had 60 66 i think yeah um people travel with us and so um to have 145 already registered is like mind-blowing but we're so excited and we know it's not us it's god so we mm-hmm. give him all the glory um, anyone who wants to purchase our books, they are all available on Amazon. Yep. So Amazon.com, you will find the five-star husband, five-star wife, which we happen to have right here. This is actually a flip book. So the five-star husband is on one side, written by my husband. And then when you flip it over, nice. our wife, awesome. two wives by myself. So we're really proud of that book. Um so it's available on Amazon along with I'm Not Leaving. Excellent. And all of this information, it was it was uh, a lot. If you weren't writing fast enough, you can also uh, rewind and, and get it again. Or you can look in the show notes. We'll make sure that we have that information for you in the show notes. Man, this is good stuff. We're yeah. so glad that you took the time out to share with us and inspire individuals like ourselves mm-hmm. who are in a blended family situation Inspire and, good encourage. Stuff. and encourage. Yeah. yeah. We appreciate the time that you've taken out to spend with us. Yeah. Well, it was a pleasure, man. It was we, a pleasure. Yeah. We, thank we, you for inviting us. 
honored to be here. Um, and we look forward to doing some more things with you guys, too. Absolutely. Um, we'll Absolutely. have you guys on our show. Absolutely. I know our audience would love to hear from you. Oh, yeah. Oh, we would love to do that. And thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, we have Edward and Debbie Smith. We're thankful for you guys. Thank you so much. May God continue to bless your union, your children, your endeavors, everything that you are doing right now. May the hand of God and favor of God be on it. We Amen. thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, guys. This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.